0: Welcome to the Pharos Fit Podcast, where we help you to explore your capacity to move better, push further, and achieve your limitless potential through fitness, nutrition, recovery, and lifestyle. Hey guys, this is Pete Vodden. Welcome back to the Pharos Fit Podcast. Uh, I'm actually here today with my producer, Brandon. Hey, Brandon. Hey, Pete, how are you doing today? I'm good, bro. I'm also here with uh, Emily Cavell. You! And uh, young Jeffrey Scarborough. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why we always laugh when Jeffrey says anything. do. So, Brandon had some questions for us uh, kind of about our value system at Ferris Echo Park. So, Brandon, why don't you why don't you just kind of fire away and we'll get straight into it.
1: Yeah, a lot of businesses get together and create a set of core values. How did you all get together to create, as you guys call them, your anchors?
0: Yeah, I mean, we created a, a value system for Ferris Athletic Club. But more importantly, it's a, it's a set of actionable tools that you can use every day to make sure that you're moving the needle forward on achieving your goals um, in fitness and in life. You know, we want people to do the things in here that make them better out there.
1: Yeah, well, guys, why don't you guys start us off at the top? You know, what is one of the most important things that's really going to preclude and uh, really make sure you're going to be following all the other actionable steps?
0: Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of start off with this thing that's just show up. We're a gym where we want people to show up. We're not like a kind of gym that's just like, join, get a membership and never come because we just want your money. We want people to show up. We want to see them in the gym. We want them active, we want them contri- contributing, and we want them bouncing off our of other members and we want them to feel included. I think there's a big thing in, in the fitness industry and also like socially, it's like, as long as I sign up for the thing and I pay for it, I'll get results. And it's like, it doesn't work unless you actually show up. There's a, you can say, I've been working with a trainer for six months. Well, how often did you see that trainer? Oh, once a week. It's like, you didn't show up, like that doesn't count. Nothing happened. So you have to you have to show up. We say showing up is ninety percent. If you show up ninety percent of the time, you're gonna get results. Yeah. So get in the door. Get your shirt, get your shorts on. Be ready. Bring your best self. Have a good attitude. You know, attitude is huge. If you walk into the gym on any given day with a bad attitude, likelihood is you're gonna have a shitty workout. Right. You gotta come in with a good uh, attitude, you've got to come in with an open mind, you gotta be, you gotta be ready to go. So it's showing up and it's showing up in, in the right kind of frame of mind. And of course, it's our job and it's our, our coach's job to, to try and get the best out of you, to try and extract the best out of you. But at the same time, you have to be open for that, you have to be willing for that. You you have to be willing to accept, you know, the advice, the help and and, and the stuff that we're gonna give you. So it's, it's showing up and it's showing up uh, in the right frame of mind with the right attitude.
1: Whether you're there to coach, it, it kind of, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a big family, it's a big sure. community. Sure, yeah.
0: yeah, I mean, you're in a gym and you will be affecting other people by your presence. You can either choose to affect them in a positive way or affect them in a negative way. Why bother affecting them in a, in a negative way? If you show up in the right frame of mind, you have the capacity and you have the ability to what we call build others, right? build the people around you, build a positive space, build community, build collective action, build spirit, you know, build, you know, good intentions.
1: Yeah, yeah. As, as a member of the gym, I mean, you guys have an unreal community. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's, it's incredible. Thank um, you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> a lot of things to do with results and, and transformation come with accountability. We have to be accountable for our actions, but we can help other people also be accountable. And that could be something simple like, hey, you coming to train tomorrow, what time? meet you here that kind of stuff yeah just that just that knowledge that someone else gives a fuck about you being there makes a difference
1: yeah it's massive and i was going to ask that you know how do you how do you have your members of the gym you know be a part of that keeping other people accountable i think it comes from the top and trickles down it it, it always does like if you if you treat people well and
0: you you show that you give a shit about them then they'll give a shit about other people that's Mm -hmm. just that's just the way it is if, if you're the kind of like owner or you're the kind of coach that doesn't demonstrate any kind of care about someone or an, an individual and what they're doing and who they are, then they're like, well, this person doesn't care about me. So why am I going to show up? Like if you show a vested interest in their in their daily pursuit, then that will hopefully trickle down to them, you know, giving a shit about someone else's day. We have a, a thing at the gym, be, be the best part. And this is one of our no, like later on because I think but be the best part of someone else's day like our goal as a gym and as coaches is to be the best part of someone else's day and that's a hugely powerful thing you know I think there are a lot of people in like modern society and and in gyms in these kind of like bigger globo gyms where they just don't have any kind of communication they kind of walk in sign in do their thing on their own with their headphones in leave don't speak to anybody go home feed their cat watch Netflix go to bed like it's just a consistent lack of like any kind of integration or any kind of communication. And we don't want to be like that. We want you to come in. We want you to speak to 20 people. We want you to feel included. We want you to, you know, have, have an experience that involves community and, and revol- involves some kind of social event. So that's, that's the kind of space that we want. We, we want you to build others and we want you to feel like you're being built by others.
1: Is there any particular way you guys do that? Because I, I th- feel, really feel that in any, any business or corporation, it's we got to build a community. And once that community is there, a culture develops. So wh- what's unique about, you know, the Pharaohs' culture?
2: The biggest thing is authenticity, um, which is a hard thing to quantify. Um, but when you are authentic, people notice, you know, from the very beginning of opening this gym, we met with every single person. We do a one on one intro and provide, uh, you know, get to know people's background and give them an individual. Fitness and life journey, um, you know, and to take genuine care in where people are and where people want to be. And when we do that, you know, it doesn't matter how much we grow. Uh, it'll always feel small. It'll always feel like that small, tight-knit family community because we care. And by us caring, it sets the standard for our coaches and everyone who works for us to care and to continue that that path of, you know, welcoming every single person. And then when people come in, they feel the difference. So then they start to know that, well, oh, this isn't a gym that I just come in, put on my headphones and do my own thing. Like I am getting involved in the in the community so you know it starts with us we care then coaches need to care people need to care and we hope it always feels that way you
0: know that kind of leads us to our next thing which is like notice the little things right so if if someone comes into the gym and you know they have a particular energy if on this day you don't see that same energy and you know something might be wrong like check in with them hey is everything okay you seem to be a bit like that it's like noticing you know someone's like behavior patterns noticing their mood noticing that something might not be right today and you can just kind of like show them that you care by just saying, hey, are you okay? And other things, like if you've seen someone in the gym like seven days in a row and they seem to be wiped out, it's like, hey, do you think you might be overtraining a bit? Like, you know, you look a bit like run down, like it's like, oh, thanks for noticing. Like I've been working with it. It's like, dude, just just chill, take a day off, like come back again in a couple of days time when you, when you recovered and go again. It's like noticing these little things about, about people, about their, their behaviors, about the way they're acting on a certain day and what that might mean or you know how how can you help them get through something or improve something or do something slightly differently that might be actually be better for them as opposed to just like driving themselves into the ground and punishing themselves for you know for god knows what reason but yeah it's it's noticing the little things daily, daily things that make a difference
2: And for you, you know, you listening, you know, what do you notice the little things about yourself? Like, what are the little improvements that you can make? We say, like, how can you get 1% better every single day? So what's the one thing you can do today to move the needle forward? You know, can you hone in a little bit more on your nutrition? Can you hone in a little bit more on, you know, the the sleep quality that you have? Can you, you know, notice that, you know, your little patterns throughout the day, when you work best, can you maximize the... That like when you're feeling best, I'm gonna train at that time. And when I, you know, am my most energetic, you know, I know Pete is like a wake up at 5 a.m. and he hits the ground running 5:30 to three and then passes out. I'm the opposite. Three to you know eight is when I feel my best. I notice those things about myself that make that you know really help me maximize my ability to achieve more. And so hopefully we help other people find that their ability to like notice the little things in themselves you know so what
3: what what did we talk about in our coaches development program about having them trust you before we coach you how do we say it yeah it was, yeah it's, it's exactly it was exactly that though. so, so connect before you coach yeah, yeah connect before you coach and that was and, and notice the little things is kind of the big one for me but connect before you coach is super important because you have a lot of coaches that come in and they'll you know that they're throwing a million cues at you and they're, they're talking about your, your' clean or your back squat or this that and the other and it's like dude I don't even know you you know what I mean it's like these people and again our our, our demographic is a little bit older and people are coming from from busy jobs and uh, they're going home to a bunch of kids or their wives or husbands and you know it's it's very important for us I mean you know you guys will joke with me like Pete always wants to know what your back squat is Emily's very curious about how mobile your squat is and for me like I'm curious about what you're watching on Netflix. I was going to say yeah. what you're, watching, what on you're watching on Netflix. Like, what what's the most recent movie you've seen? And like, <laughs> and we joke about it, but but honestly, like that's important, and that is like, of course, they they remember that. They did some workout in 10 minutes and now they can do it in nine minutes. But at the same time, it's it really goes a long way when you ask about their their kid's quiz that they had on Monday or you talk about that uh, that job interview that they had. Like going that little extra step with people, like it, it really means a lot I to mean, them.
0: it's huge. Like, so 6 a.m., the 6 a.m. class, like we all get there like 10 to 6 and the, the first 10 minutes is just basically spent talking about how much we can. Like we, ha- we have a lot of... Um, you know, we have a, an interesting community at at Echo uh, Park. We have a lot of uh, like producers, writers, like actors, that kind of stuff. So that often sparks interesting conversations of how's the movie going that you're working on or how's that script going or, you know, other stuff like how are your kids doing? You said he was going through that thing. How's that going? Uh, you just moved into a new house. How's that going? Like all these little things. It's just like, it's just community. That's all it is. It's just like people conversing and, and uh, you know, it's not just a gym. You're you're there to to build, you know, social engagements and and you know that that stuff is so important. Um, you know, you build friendships.
1: Yeah, you guys it's, you guys actually make a safe space. Yeah, people don't go up and talk to somebody because I think as a gym goer, I probably it's probably gyms are probably the last safe space where you can go up and talk to somebody. Sure. in the yeah. gym, yeah. and tell them what they're doing right or wrong or for good sure. or bad. Right. Yeah. So you guys are like ahead of the curve because I think. I mean, how do you guys stay ahead of the curve on innovations, new things, yeah. new, new gym trends? What's going on in? So, the- yeah, we have this this other thing. It's it's
0: chase knowledge. So none of us know everything. None of us. None of us uh, have all the answers. We, we're constantly trying to educate ourselves. Constantly trying to read. Constantly trying to listen. Constantly trying to grow. Constantly thinking like, how can we improve as a individuals? B as owners. C as husbands, wives, friends, the fathers. Others like all all that stuff, how can I gain more knowledge about myself and therefore how can I pass on knowledge to to other people that might be might be helpful? so we try and encourage that of each other we try and encourage that of our staff and um, we don't have a dogma at Farisaka Park so we're not uh you know you must listen to this and this is the way forward and blah 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 blah, blah. It's like no, there are a million different ways to do this is it a million different paths you can go down you have the right to be vegan you have the right to be a meat eater you have the right to do whatever you believe is right i would encourage you to educate yourself as much as you can in the things that you believe in and the things that you don't believe in so that you can understand other perspectives and where other people are coming from if you go into everything was like this is my way this is the right way you're wrong blah, blah blah it's just you know it's hugely problematic and not what we're all about so we, we love to educate ourselves in everything that we do and everything that other people do so we can better understand people's circumstances and better help people. You know, that's what, it's, that's what it's all about. And obviously, as a business, the more educated our coaches are, the more diverse things they can coach, the better it is for us, the more happier they'll be like further down the line. There's nothing worse than feeling you're kind of just stuck doing the same thing day in, day out. It's like, we want you to grow. We want you to go and do this. We want you to go and do that. It's like, we don't expect you to just be here doing the same job for twenty years. We expect you to grow. And that if some of our coaches come to us with new programming ideas or things that they want to do with their careers. And it's our job as owners to be like supportive of that. It's like, okay, how can we help? What can we do to improve, you know, your life? Like I think it's fair to say like it was it was our goal to pay our coaches before we, we paid ourselves. And that's we, I mean, it's been very true. true. Very,
2: very, very, very true. Um
0: and you know, that we did not we did not build the gym to be to coach all the classes we built the gym to be a great space for great coaches to coach And it's so great because
2: now we have people who have started off as members and have had a passion and have gotten certifications and gone through our coaches development and now are standing in front of our members, you know, a year or two later, really like owning the room and being an incredible coach. And, you you know, we've gotten feedback from uh, several members on some of our new coaches that they've been so surprised at how quickly they have uh, grown. And it really comes from that value of like chasing knowledge. Knowledge. And people come in as members knowing that that's a value of ours. And then, you know, they chase knowledge within the fitness industry and then it makes them passionate about, you know, like my story, paying it forward. And then before you know it, we have, you know, developed really top notch coaches that I wouldn't say we could take 100% of the credit for, but we're super proud that we've been able to aid in that in their journey.
0: Watering the coach's garden. Watering the coach's oh, garden.
2: Amen. Yeah, Pete says that about our relationship. He's like,
0: Minus, minus we need- the word
3: coaching.
2: Well, I guess. <laughs> Maybe sometimes there's the word coaching.
3: <laughs> One thing I want to talk about with Chasing Knowledge is, you know, for us, you know, we do all the programming for the gym. And I know a lot of times, you know, uh, during train or during build, we'll have conversations afterwards that's like this- could have gone a little differently or this could have been heavier or this could have been more volume. And again, this is something that we've been doing for 10, you, 20 years. And, you know, it's very important for us in our meetings to kind of lay out our schedule as far as what classes we're going to take for the week. I mean, all of us are involved in our own programming, in our own classes, and it's important for us to not just sit back on the computer and just, you know, hope it goes you know hope hope for the best for the week and you know hope that we don't hear any negative feedback from from other coaches or from members but to actually go in to test our programming to to test it before it hits the members to test it with the members um you know and constantly improve Yeah, uh, improve our own education our own programming
0: yeah because when you're in there and you see you see the effect that workouts have on people it's like how is this affecting them is this the right Kind of stress is this? Too much stress? Is this not enough stress? Is this making people happy? Is this making people angry? Like you have to notice people's emotions to be able to to be able to grow and to be able to improve as as a, as a coach, you know. And again, as a, as a gym owner, as, a as you can
2: see, Brandon, we could talk forever about chasing knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: because it's not just like when you say chase knowledge, a lot of people think, oh, you're going to go and do a course and you're going to read a book, and it's it's not just that. It's it's chasing knowledge of your, your own actions and your own effect on people. And of course, we have a big effect on people because we're essentially telling 500 people what to do every day physically. And that's a big responsibility. And you have to take ownership of that responsibility by, you know, watching what's happening, evaluating what's happening and, you know, making changes if needs be and, and as it moves forward. Because programming, it's not a like a guaranteed mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. thing. It's, you know, it's organic. It's like, let's program this. Let's see if this works. Hopefully it does. Throwing um, based- spaghetti at a wall. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's based in science and it's based in, you know, this worked before. I think this would be good for our community. Let's do it. Sometimes it's not perfect and it could be done better. So it's like, sometimes I'll add things. Sometimes I'll take things out. Some things I'll never fucking do again because it was a bad idea, <laughs> you know? <laughs> You know that's just the way it is you know but you have to pay attention and you know knowledge comes from experience and comes from evaluation and
1: understanding
0: you know everything that's happening in front of you
1: well i think that's great you guys all come from so many different backgrounds and from yeah. you through here to all the trainers you have in the gym and i mean i didn't know that about you guys you know testing each and every one of your programs everybody's jumping into each and every program right there and i think that allows you guys to stay ahead i think that goes into your next pillar as well to anticipate the currents that you yeah. guys are you know, one step ahead always because it's not just trends on what's happening in fitness, but you know, what do yeah. you think it's like.
0: So, so when you when we say anticipate the currents, it's really interesting because there's, there's different kinds of currents, right? So there's currents of the, of the industry, what's happening in the in, in the fitness industry, in the fitness space. How do we stay in touch with those currents whilst maintaining our principles? We will never do just a bunch of stuff because it's popular, but if there is a trend towards something that people are asking for, it's like, okay, how can we deliver this in the best way possible that has meaning and that has purpose? But there's also currents within the membership itself. So as our members become more skillful or more fit or more strong, it's like, okay, this now exists. So how do I better program? How do I better develop things in order to service the new current of membership? If you have a a bunch of beginners who are just starting out, you know, how do we anticipate their currents? If you have a bunch of very advanced athletes, that's a different current that I now have to program for. So for the launch program, for example, you know, when we started out, we didn't really have a beginner's program. We just had
2: an all-levels program. An all-levels
0: program. We got down the line and there was like there was certain there was a certain group of people. It's like, this isn't right for these people. They need something, you know, something more simple, something less volume something a bit slower pace that they can really follow. Um, And that was the birth of launch because we anticipated that current happening and we didn't want to lose people. So it's like, okay, let's build a program based on that current. And that was how that happened. And that will keep happening, I'm sure, as as we evolve, um, as the demand for certain aspects of fitness grows.
2: For us, I mentioned this before, but anticipating the currents of yourself, of your own patterns, of when you feel best, anticipate you know, where you want to be. So setting very like clear goals of where you want to be and what you need to do right now in order to get to where you want to be. So anticipate the currents kind of is the umbrella of like goal setting and making sure that the path you're on now, you're anticipating that path. So that way, you know, when you need to take a right turn, you know exactly, you know, you're not stressed out looking at the maps, you know exactly when to take that right turn. Well, it's
0: also, I mean, this podcast itself is is anticipating the currents, right? Because we're saying, We're growing. We can't see our members as much as we we used to, like individually. How do we stay in touch with them? How do we communicate? Let's do this podcast so that we can do that because we're anticipating that down the line, hopefully when we have five gyms, you know, you can't possibly see everybody all the time, but you still want to have a voice. You still want to have a connection. So this is a way of doing that. So you're anticipating, you know, that flow, that that, that current happening. Absolutely.
1: How does a fitness professional really anticipate the currents? Again, I think there's a couple of different things
0: there. So they need to pay attention to you know the industry, what's happening, what's changing. They need to pay attention to the people in front of them in every class. Um, is is you know what you find is certain certain people come to certain classes on certain days. So you're, if you're a coach, you might be observing someone who's changing and evolving, or isn't changing and evolving. So you have to anticipate the needs of that person. Does this person maybe need a little bit more, something more advanced? Maybe this person needs something a little bit less. Maybe the class that they're doing is not in line with their goals because you know that because you've had conversations with them. So it's like, I'm anticipating that someone down the line, you're gonna get kind of pissed off with this because it's not gonna give you what you truly want So why don't you try this?
2: Or alternatively, that it's going to set you on a path towards like overuse injuries or like, you know, you're noticing someone's pattern. So you're anticipating um, how they move and how to make adjustments. And, you know, for those fitness professionals that are doing personal training, it's more than just like writing a workout for a day for them to come in. You know, like, how can you develop a plan in the same way where you're listening to your client's goals and you're building them out a block? Like, we don't just have a workout of the day. We have cycles. You know, we uh, all of our programs work in three-week cycles. And uh, a lot of that is to avoid plateau. It's to constantly stay interested, but it's always to have progressive overload. And so, you know, coaches need to understand that idea of pro- progressive overload. <laughs> and that really falls under the category of anticipation their client's needs and the currents of where that client is going.
0: It's also something from a mechanical perspective, right? So if you look at someone, if you look at a guy, and this is very common, you look at a guy and you see he has underdeveloped glutes, right? He has no butt. You know, there's a good chance that his hinge patterns are not going to be very good. Sure. You're going to notice that when he presses overhead, he has no glute engagement and he's likely going to get some back injury at some point if he doesn't address that. So, it's anticipating those things before they happen, noticing some things about people mechanically that could be a problem down the line. If someone's deadlifting, if they have really poor mobility, it's thinking this person's going to be better off deadlifting off blocks because they do not have the mobility to get all the way to the floor without sacrificing their back. So, it's really looking at the people in front of you and saying, okay, that person's going to need this, this yeah. person's going to need this.
2: And going off of that, just because I can doesn't mean I should uh, feeling, you know, like a lot of people come in and they're like, yeah, but I can deadlift 400 pounds. It's like, yeah, but your ass is still weak. Like your hamstrings are still weak. You still have shitty mobility. You're still a back injury waiting to happen. Um, So just because you can doesn't mean that you should, you know.
0: That's the
3: toughest thing to tell athletes too. We, sure. say, we, we don't say, exactly say it like yeah, that. it, it <laughs> is. Yeah. You know, we have a lot of people, uh, and I know you can't see me, but my hands are going up and down, but, uh, we have a lot of people, a lot of athletes that come in that think they're, you know, up here on the pillar of athleticism and we have to kindly and polite them, pull them all the way back down. And it's the whole cliche, like you can't build a castle on top of sand, right? And sand are, is those mechanics, you know what I mean. Having proper mechanics, having proper strength, but also communicating that in such a way that does not offend them.
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember going to a, an Olympic lifting seminar, and um, it was the, it was the Bergen one back in the day. And there was a girl coach in the class, and I can't remember her name, but she was like, "You know what you you probably should be, you probably should be snatching off blocks because." you can't get external rotation in your shoulders when the bar's on the ground. So you probably should like, you know, go up. And I was like, what? (laughs) You can't get
2: external rotation.
0: I've been doing this forever. Like, don't tell me 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 what to do. (laughs) But she was right. I mean, she's absolutely right. I just like couldn't. I was bad. Well,
2: but arguably, if you can't get external rotation on the floor, then you... Are probably not getting external yeah, rotation odd. overhead, and you probably was, shouldn't be snatching in general.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, it was, it was a combination of like hamstring mobility and like rounding all, of it, yeah, and all Yeah, of it yeah, yeah. Like horrible. She, she just saw your awkward movement. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something, uh, wrong with,
3: something wrong. with this press. Yeah.
2: <laughs> which leads us to our, our next one, which is a, a very good segue, Peter. Move with purpose, right? And you know, physically move with purpose. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I mean, purpose. Purpose for us is what's behind everything. Like everything we've done since the beginning has has been to do with purpose. So the purpose of opening the gym was to create this new fitness path for people that was in line with their actual goals uh, as as opposed to in line with someone else's dogma. And then the purpose of every program. What's the purpose of build? What's the purpose of train? What's the purpose of sprint? What's the purpose of repair? The purpose is this, therefore the programming must be this. The programming has to be in line with the purpose the program which sounds obvious but so many times it does not happen what's the purpose of a circuit training gym where you go in and drive yourself into the ground every day and sweat a bunch and burn a lot of calories because it said so on the screen like if you ask someone what the purpose of that actual program is they will not be able to tell you because it isn't really a purpose the purpose is to sell memberships the purpose is to make people feel exhausted so that they think they're doing a lot of good things to themselves and they're not they're just driving themselves into the ground every day. They're not building any kind of like real strength, real functional muscle tissue. They're certainly not improving any kind of mobility or anything like that. It's just like a war of attrition against their own bodies, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mentally can have some value short term. But at some point, you're going you're gonna to reach ground zero and there's nowhere to go.
1: I feel like it's an industrial revolution. Just put coal in the tank and then, okay, if you burn yeah. it all off, you can put more coal in as food later. And yeah. Yeah. Energy, jewels, energy, burn, yeah. burn, burn.
0: It's just like, how hard can I go before I fall off the cliff? You know, there has to be a purpose b- b- behind everything that we do. And that's, that's something as simple as programming a class to hiring a coach or hiring a new front desk manager or like, what's the purpose of this person's role? What's the purpose of this person? Why why is this person in the building? Whenever we do anything, whenever we take any kind of action, whether it's a a physical action in the gym, what's the purpose of buying a reverse hyper? Like, why do that? Because people want
2: to build their butts.
0: People want to build their butts. What's the purpose (laughs) of adding Stairmasters to the new open gym?
2: Woo! Because everyone's asking for it, and everybody <laughs> wants to build a better butt.
0: Everybody wants to build a better butt. Yeah, yeah. So it's just saying from 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 every every action that we take, there must be a purpose behind it. For every you know everything that we do has to have a purpose. M-
3: move with purpose is also important. We're 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 about to start this uh, our next limitless challenge uh, on Monday. And we, you know, I I have people that are coming in and I'm doing these game plan sessions with them and they're like, I'm coming in six days a week. Like, what else can I do? And I'm like, well, for these next five weeks, I need you during those six classes to try harder. Right. So you know? It's so true. It's not showing up, right? It's moving with purpose. Like yeah. it's not always just showing up. Now that you are consistent with showing up, now you need to move with purpose yeah. and try. Yeah. And we always talk about getting 1% better every time. If you do not try in
0: class, you will not get better. Yeah. And I think it also came from like, like we always used to say with, with the build program, it's like, do not do this full time move with a purpose and the difference is you're not sacrificing form for the sake of any kind of like let's do this quickly
2: score for any type of score for any type of
0: score yeah. you're, you're working hard and yes your heart rate will be elevated and yes you will be sweating but you're taking the time to do everything with purpose it's going to be mechanically sound you're going to be mentally switched on to what you're trying to achieve what muscles are you are trying to activate you know what energy system are you trying to use everything that you're doing must be with a purpose and it has to be a purpose that makes sense and uh, that's in line with the result
1: that you're trying to achieve. And the last pillar is lead with light. What, what, what do you guys mean with that one? <laughs> you can well,
2: for, for those of you who don't know what Pharos means, Pharos is the first lighthouse that was ever, you know, the first lighthouse of Alexandria. And it was our goal to be a, beacon of light and guidance and knowledge and kind of paving a path for people. So, you know, leading with light is huge there. But for me, it's like, just be nice and smiling. And like, how can you be the best part of somebody's day? And how can you like, you know, move forward with positivity and start every day with a yes, I can attitude. And even when things are hard, like, you know, to this point of we do these limitless challenges and, you know, challenge is in the name so it is inherently going to be difficult and how can you go into a challenge with a positive excited frame of mind and kind of flip that pattern that like not everything is arduous and hard and even when it is arduous and hard can I fake it till I make it true and put a smile on my face and have it be the best part of my day how can we be the best part of other people's day
3: one thing I love actually that we did with that I mean this is again you know trying to we were so, what was the, the saying that we said the other day? Is it beat to the sound of your own drum? Is that the thing? <laughs> yeah,
2: but it? I, no, but I messed it up. Yeah, I think it,
3: I just, I think I said it right though. Beat to the sound of your own drum. You know, our ride program, which is our indoor cycling. This was something where, you know, we went around and we tested out different spin classes. And for us, it was, again, it was like these really dark cavern- cavernous rooms. And it was really dark. The music was really loud. It just kind of gave this, you know, you didn't talk to anybody. You didn't communicate with the person next to you. You didn't communicate with the coaches and you come into our ride program and it is the brightest room in the entire yeah. in the entire gym. I mean, one of the walls is entirely covered in windows, the other two have a bunch of windows inside of them. It's just like everything's light, everything's bright. We do the sound off headphones, but it's just like when you walk in, we still have the community aspect in our ride, which we love, and that was like our number one thing with opening this ride program was being able to talk to a coach, having it still being that personal training in a group setting, even though it is you know a, a
0: spin class and I think also like lead with light and and the whole lighthouse thing like from the beginning I mean part of it was the aesthetics of the space we were able to build a facility that let the light in we had big skylights we had a bright gym plenty of natural light flowing through we chose to paint everything white. we chose to have light flooring because we didn't want it to be a space of like darkness at the end of everyone's day We want them to walk into a bright, airy space where they feel the light. I think that the fitness industry had got to a place where people were kind of tired of walking into a dingy, dark box that was dirty. (laughs) So we wanted to build a space that was clean, it was light, it was fresh, and it was a space that you wanted to walk into. And then from that, from the mood that that creates, that allows you to then spread that light to other people. I mean, from a business perspective, we always say, when you're trying to give someone a good experience, it's all about how you make them feel. It's not about the workout you're giving them. It's about the sensation that they have in their body when they leave the building.
2: Absolutely, no one remembers the workout. No
0: one remembers the workout, but they remember feeling fucking great. They remember laughing. They remember having a real good time. And that starts with the moment they walk into the building and they're like, yes, I'm at Ferris Athletic Club. It's beautiful. Everyone's nice. I'm gonna be treated well, I'm gonna see friends, I'm gonna have conversations, it's gonna be fun. It's a gym flowing with light and that's that's what we want it to be. And, and as we move forward as a company,
1: that will always be at the forefront of our minds. How do we bring the light to this this situation? People are looking for purpose out there in life. They can come to the gym, they can get that. And it's not just about exercising, but they fill some little void in their day. And that's it, I mean, you guys are really doing that. And these seven pillars really, really fill a lot of things in people's lives, so. Thank you, brother.
0: Thanks so much, man. Thanks for coming in today, Brandon.
1: No, no, I'm really excited to be a part of this show and be a part of this program.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in. If you want to catch more of us, you can uh, uh, check us out on Instagram at Ferris Echo Park. If you're in the area, you can um, find us at 1316 Glendale Boulevard uh, in Echo Park. You can also sign up for a free class or we would like to offer you guys uh, a $30 intro personal training session. Uh, Usually $150, but we'll do it for you guys for $30. And We'd also love you to subscribe to to this channel, uh, to our podcast, and leave a review for us. This really helps us grow. and And also, if you're if you're a member of the club and you have anything you want to ask us or, or talk for us to talk about, then uh, please do let us know. Thanks, guys. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll uh, see you guys soon.